This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 284, Why You Should Not Crowd Your Body Paragraphs on Writing Task 2. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, find out how to keep your body paragraphs clean and clear when it comes to writing task two. Hey, Jessica, how's it going? Hey, good. Yeah, really good. <laughs> yeah. <There's- laughs> so listeners, before we started recording, Lindsay and I were just talking about just all of the amazing stuff that we yeah. have in our lives. And sometimes it feels like too much until you mm-hmm. look around and you're like, I got this. All yes. of the, the, I have so many good things and yeah. I need to appreciate them and not like worry about them or what things I don't have. Exactly. And it's also so easy to get caught up in the emotion of the moment, like the adrenaline is pumping, something's going on. Maybe for our listeners, you know, the the morning of the IELTS exam, they'll feel about the way that I'm feeling now, which is getting ready to go on this trip, which is happening next week. And already we're in we're in the beginning of August when this episode comes out. So this is way almost it's over by now. It should be over. (laughs) Uh, We have no idea what will have happened, but um, I'm getting ready to leave and I'm feeling a lot of adrenaline and some stress and some fear and some excitement all wrapped up into one just like ball in my stomach, right? And that's probably how our listeners are feeling the day before their IELTS exam or the day of. Oh, for sure. That night before or that morning of. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. And, you know, and how, how do we deal with that? You have to, just like Lindsay's dealing with her, all of her planning and her pre-trip stuff right now. You just have to sort of like take a deep breath, sit back, like try to sit back from all this stuff, not sit in it, but sit back Mm. and look at it as objectively as you can and think, did I work as hard as I could? Yes. And in Lindsay's case, like, did I plan as much as I could? Yeah. Is there anything mm-hmm. else I could do at this point? No. Right. Yeah. I mean, especially like the <laughs> night before the morning of. Right. Is there, can you memorize any last minute vocab to help? No. Can, do you <laughs> no, need right. to like proofread some of your grammar? No. Like, yeah. no, seriously, honestly, guys, nothing is going to help you. Yeah. We, <laughs> the yeah. night before the morning of. That's right. Exactly. And we've learned that from our success stories that we've had on the show and we're about to have a bunch more on the show very soon in the next few weeks here, guys. But, you know, we, we hear from our, our students that get those eights, those sevens that by the time they were going into test day, they were completely ready because they had planned well in advance with the study plan. Yep. Exactly. And that's, that's something that sticks out from the, the students that get these scores is they, um, they're thankful for the, the confidence they felt going in that they got from our course. The, um, not only the anti-anxiety module, but just, just knowing that they are armed, yes, right? Armed. Knowing that they, that they have these super simple strategies and trusting that that's all they need. And then once they finish the test, they're like, that, you know what? That was kind of easier than I expected. Like I yeah. felt, I felt so good about that. that. And then yeah. when they do get their scores two weeks later, and it's sevens and eights and nines, and they're like 
Thank you, Jessica and Lindsay. You know, you gave, you allowed me to have this preparation and this confidence going in. And I, and I love that. That makes me feel so good. I love that too. I love it. So the high performers, that's what they do. Same as, you know, professional soccer players going into a soccer game or people getting ready to travel around the world, for example. They're well prepared. They spend <laughs> months and even years preparing in some cases so that when it's go time, they're ready to just get on the plane, get in the car, get in the game and just go. Just do the best they can. Yeah, exactly. I know. I look... <laughs> <laughs> I look back at how I prepared for traveling in my 20s, not yeah. so prepared. I just <laughs> like one day I'd be like, I want to move to another country. Oh and then gosh. a week later, I'd just like move. And that, you know, <laughs> awesome. that's fine in my 20s. Yeah. And it usually worked out okay. <laughs> not, you know, stellar, but fine. Um, but you know what? If you, you gotta, you gotta realize that if your future is riding on a decision, you have to put a little more preparation in it than that. Yeah, especially if we're going to lose a lot of money if we don't achieve our goal. I mean, that's what it comes down to with IELTS, clearly, right? If exactly. we don't achieve our goal, we've lost a good amount of money, a good chunk of change, about 200 something dollars. Between so, 230 and 260 bucks every uh, time yeah, you yeah. take the test. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. yeah. Guys, the fastest and easiest way to your target score is with us in the Three Keys IELTS Success System. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S to get in today. Okay, so let's jump into a listener question. It's about um, body paragraphs in writing task two. Good. Okay, so I'm going to read the question. This was a question from a listener that came in just today, actually. So here we go. Very fresh, hot off the press, hot off the inbox. <laughs> hot off the, hot inbox. Off the <laughs> inbox. That should be a thing. Hot off the <laughs> inbox. <laughs> here we go. So this listener says, before anything else, I'd like to thank you for your wonderful program. It provides enormous benefits for the future IELTS taker like me. Thank you. Oh, Thank you for recognizing that. We appreciate that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. And you're welcome. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I would like to ask about WT2. If how many topic is allowed, topics are allowed to tackle per body paragraph. For example, for the first argument, do I need one topic sentence only and then provide to provide the explanation. No, sorry. And only then explain example. Whoa, <laughs> Jessica, I might need you to paraphrase this. I'm struggling here. <laughs> yeah, there's <Whoa>. so <laughs> there's some uh, grammatical issues in yep, yep. this question. Yes. So let's let's take a moment to uh yeah let's slow to down. Paraphrase. Okay, <laughs> what is this person saying? <laughs> okay, let's see. All right. So I'd like to ask about W. Okay. The writing test two, second writing, right. Writing test two. Uh -huh. How many topics are allowed to be put in the body paragraph? And she's asking mm -hmm. for the first argument. Do I need just one topic sentence and then to explain it by giving an example and ending the sentence? Or do I need to provide another topic sentence again? Okay. I think we've touched on something similar to this. Right? Yeah, this mm -hmm. is this is a really good question, actually, because I see how this person could be misled. Yeah. Um, the sort of classic body paragraph organization. Um, it's like a math formula, right? It's mm -hmm. like algebra. You have a topic sentence, reason one, details, examples, reason two, details, examples. Mm -hmm. So I think 
this person maybe believes that you can have a topic sentence for the first reason. And then the second reason is like another topic or another topic sentence. Mm. So no, I mean, there has to be just one main idea in each paragraph. That's why especially if you're just starting out trying to organize writing task two, keep it simple, guys. Like the first stage of organization is just keep it simple. Follow this one strategy where your topic sentence is is general, okay? So for example, um, there are many advantages to this. Like that could be your topic sentence. And mm. then that is, su- that is such a broad topic, right? Just advantages right. that really any of the reasons or examples in there c- will fall under that main idea. Right. Mm. So it's it's organized. Um, Once you sort of master that and feel comfortable with that, then we could take that to a little higher level where Mm. your topic sentence is a little more specific. So you could say, like, there are many advantages to the economy of this. And then everything in the paragraph is about economic advantages. So. Mm. If you're just starting out, guys, keep it as broad as possible and just just practice that structure, the topic, sentence, reason, examples. And again, like I think another sort of higher level thing after you master that Mm -hmm. is to just have one reason and then the examples and details about that, you dive deep into those and you give Mm. like, you know, two or three sentences about examples and details. So, okay, let me, we should do an example. I feel like this is all sort of vague until I put it into context. let's get an example. Good idea. (laughs) Okay. So for example, what if you have to write a body paragraph about the examples of having one or the examples, the advantages of having one world language, right? Mm. That was um, a recent topic on the exam. Mm. And it's it's a common topic, guys. It comes up a lot. So yeah. if you're just starting out, then your topic sentence would say, there are a lot of advantages to having uh, an in- one international language. And mm. then reason one could say, like, firstly, um, people of different countries could talk to each other, or let's see, people of different countries could travel anywhere they want and have no problems in communication. For example, mm. if someone from America wanted to learn more about the Middle East. This person could have no fear about getting lost um, Mm -hmm. in foreign cities and be able to ask for directions and feel confident and safe no Mm -hmm. matter where they went. Mm -hmm. Um, And then reason two could be like um, another benefit could be, uh, let's see, another benefit Mm -hmm. could be solving problems in international relations. For example, um, in current peace talks in the middle. I don't know why the Middle East is on my mind right now, but in current in current peace talks in the Middle East, perhaps it would be easier for people to be, um, for their motivations to be understood if mm-hmm. there weren't linguistic and cultural breakdowns between yeah. the varying groups. So mm. that's, I mean, that, that would be a great paragraph, but in these examples, I don't, you know, they don't go deep enough. Like I could, I could definitely talk more about the advantage of, of traveling and having Mm. one world language. I could give so many like really strong details and examples about that. Mm. Um, that, that would be a stronger paragraph without just adding on this extra. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So it's kind of like you're spreading yourself too thin. 
Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, you have to practice that first. That's just the first step. Um, that's also the uh, similar to the outline we talk about in our course. Mm-hmm. And then once you feel comfortable with that, because, you know, coming up with a lot of strong details and examples that are specific, that's another level of organization and thought. It's more mm-hmm. difficult. Absolutely. So you, like baby steps, right? I mean, mm-hmm. master the first thing, <laughs> and then you could jump to that higher level. Yeah. And I think that's why it's important to do this in a step-by-step format, right? I mean, we can't mm-hmm. just, again, as we've always said, just take this podcast and know where to go next, right? And that's why in our course, guys, we offer the step-by-step plan, the roadmap where we move you from one lesson to the next each day. And that's exactly. the way it needs to be done. There's just no other way to do it. Yeah, precisely. And once you feel like you have done this well, right? Um, and you're in our course, that's when you start to enter the writing wizard contests. Yeah. Right? And you try it. and pit your, <laughs> your yeah. essay against other people. Yes. And then when the winner is announced, you can compare your essay to the winner and think about like, what's, what's the difference yep. here? Like, why, like, why, why didn't I win? Or why did mm, I win? And yeah. then if you have further questions about that, that's when you start seeking out the little extra feedback and maybe like exactly. book an extra class with me to talk yeah. one-on-one. And I could say, you know what? This is a really strong body paragraph. Here's how you bring it to the next level. Mm, that's a really nice progression, Jessica, that you just laid out there. I mean, so your first taste of this is the podcast and your next step, guys, is to get into the course, do the strategies, do the step-by-step learning then do the writing wizard contest and then work with Jessica. And your next step, of course, is to get that seven or higher on writing because we know that writing is the hardest part of the test for many, many people, right? So you need a little extra something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why our writing module is so massive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot to fit in there um, because it all comes from what the examiner wants, right? So it's really all broken down step by step. Like here's the vocabulary Mm -hmm. need for the vocabulary you need for this Mm -hmm. specific task one question. Here are the grammar structures you need. This is how you brainstorm. I mean, these are, there's just such a huge variety of skills. You you really just have to take one, um, one by one individually, right? Feel comfortable with each skill and then you bring it all together in the essay. So, yeah. And I would also recommend if you feel like you're a good writer in an academic sense, but you're still not getting the score you need, go back and listen to actually yesterday's episode 283, where we talked, we answered a question from an academic writer, quote unquote, who just is not able to get the score that they need. And we talked about why that is the danger of taking academic writing principles and bringing them into the IELTS and assuming that that will get you your seven or higher. It, It won't guys. And that could transfer over to the general test as well. I mean, yeah. you need to know what the examiner's looking for in this letter. It's not just like you're, you know, writing an email to your friend. It's not that easy. Mm-hmm. There's the tone to consider. You don't know if it's going to be, uh, if you're going to have to write a formal letter or an informal letter. There's different vocab. There's even different sentence structures associated mm-hmm. with yeah. informal and formal writing. Um, and these are aspects that uh, mess up the native speakers when they take the exam, right? Mm-hmm. Because again, Again, like they don't know what the examiner is looking for. So on both sides, whether it's general or academic, there's there's a lot going on there. The, mm-hmm. the examiner has a huge job to do and they're looking for so much within your essay that you you really have to know what they're looking for in you order to, to satisfy all those different requirements. Exactly. And we're giving you tips and tricks, guys. We're giving you kind of incomplete lists here on the show. And to get that full list of what the examiner really wants, we have the full list in each module for each section inside the course. So go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S to get in today. Awesome. Mm 
Awesome. This has been good. And <laughs> glad we answered this. We've been talking about writing a lot lately, Jessica, but it's good because, again, we know that's the biggest challenge and we want to be here for you guys and show you how to get over the hump when it comes to writing. It's not easy, but you can do it. There's a way to do it. Yeah, exactly. There's a very, very simple strategies and outlines. You just have to access them, learn them, and practice, practice, practice. Yes, you got it. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll see you back here tomorrow, Jessica. All right. Sounds good. Bye, Lindsay. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.